<laughs> um, how are you all? Good. I'm really glad. Um, Love Hive is going to start to do an experiment this winter since it got bitter cold before October 31st. I used to nanny for this man named Shane Jackson. And, and Shane Jackson. Oh, yeah. Kim knows him. I forgot. Shane Jackson, guys. I'm recording this for the podcast. Um, and he would not turn the heat on in his house until October 31st. And I've been thinking about him and his poor family a lot lately and wondering if he's still like subscribing to that kind of rigidity in his life and if that's serving him. That's like what happens in my mind. Um, but nannying for him got weird um, when it was freezing in his house. You know, you'd be all bundled up. They'd come home. It's like 10 o'clock at night. You're like, bye. Um, so, hi. I just listened to the coolest podcast. Um, it's by my, uh, Christian friend. He's not really my friend, but I imagine in my mind, he surfs like me. He likes doing podcasts like me. He likes, uh, talking about God like me. So I'm all like me and Rob Bell. Oh, another one. Let's do it. It's okay, honey. You made it. Yeah. Um, and he, the title of it was what's going on with this president. And I know I always talk about politics in here, (laughs) but it's because what is political is personal, right? And the chaos of what is going on sort of, um, my therapist said that for those of us who are waking up, there's a part of it that kind of, because we are so interconnected that it affects us deeply, right? Especially if we're sensitive. Can we make a space for Jess, guys? What do you think? Sorry, guys. Right here? You want to come up front? Yeah. Um, so in this podcast, he talks about sort of the, in a very simplified way, a um, how as humans we went from a very tribal culture, right, to then um, moving forward into a monarchy kind of culture. Right, sometimes a king, sometimes a queen, mostly a king, right, because of the patriarchy. Um, and then we have since moved forward into democracy, which is very, very complex, right, and really, really speaks to the actual interconnectedness of all of us, if you think about it. And the universe in and of itself, if you think about it, has moved from simple to more complex. And so what has been at, like, you know, when the earth was a long, long, long time ago, the biological, like, sort of, like, things that were happening were one-celled organisms, you know? And now there's us who experience consciousness. And so that asks us to hold a lot more um, truths in one snow globe, so to speak. Make sense? Um, And what is happening right now is that the person who we decided, I mean, not you personally, but as a collective, decided to, I'm I'm all, I don't think, (laughs) you're totally welcome, but you're just going to have to put up with this. is that we elected someone who's trying to drag us backward, right? Um, And is showing us sort of the holes that there are in our system that we have developed and has begun to value things, again, like loyalty, right? Which is very much like the king, like you're you're in or you're out, right? And valuing things like complete sovereignty, right? Where I say, and that's just how it is, and if anyone questions it, it's like, really? You know, 
And so it's bringing up a lot of things for many of us where a lot of the ideas, the truths that we thought were infallible, right, are actually being questioned. And I was listening to um, Pema Chodron talk to Oprah, no big deal. (laughs) And... And Pema Children said what she has discovered in the last couple of years, and I've been thinking about this a lot, it really spoke to me, is that even when we are alone, that how we are relating to our energy matters, right? And this is why. Because if someone, the person who is in charge, right, this president who we have elected collectively, he is running on ego, So all of the holes in his being, his giant holes, are filled only by getting the win and being right, right? And I know from my own personal experience that sometimes I feel like that too. Do you guys ever feel like that? Where you just want someone to tell you that you're the best? (laughs) I taught my son to say thank you by saying, thank you, mama, you're so pretty. You know, (laughs) and I taught him to say that to his grandparents and all of his friends, to even the men in his life. Thank you, daddy. You're so pretty. Like, that's what he says, because I just think, why not? But there's also, (laughs) if we have an opportunity to teach our children manners, why not, like, up it a little bit? (laughs) Um, But that's also, there's something in that, right, where it's sort of like filling that hole in me that wants to be told that I'm awesome. Right, And so the work of yoga ultimately is to be able to work with our energy so that there is no whole, right? So that we know that we are complete just as we are, that we are lovable and belong just as we are. And that is so hard. I was telling this to my son in bed last night because he's such a tween. It like brings tears to my eyes. He's such a tween right now. And the mantra of the tween is I am a bad kid. That is the mantra of the tween, and I had forgotten this, and I re-remembered yesterday. (laughs) My daughter does not think she's a bad kid anymore, but it's this very hard moment where we have to um, reteach someone that they belong and that they are worthy of love no matter what, and that there's nothing that they need to do or say to um, to be interconnected. It just is because we exist, right? And it also means, like, the interconnectedness does not mean necessarily that things are always awesome. And that's the holding of the complexity, right? That's the holding of, I call it two truths, but really it's like infinity truths, right? Of being able to hold the suffering and the not awesomeness along with the fact that we there is a thread of love that resides and moves through all of us all the time, no matter what. And we can't fuck that up. And that's the tenets of yoga. Right? When I heard that for the first time, I was like, wait, there is a thread of love inside of me that is also inside of you, and I can't ever break that? Well, thank God. Because <laughs> in Catholicism, they don't teach you that. They teach you quite the opposite, right? That there is a way that you can mess it up, and so you better not, and you better move from a place of fear. So the inquiry then becomes, how can we relate to our interconnectedness from a place of love rather than fear? How can we relate to the multitude of truths that exist from a place of love rather than a place of fear? Um, And that's what I'm interested in. And that's why I think that there's 30 people here on a really freezing Wednesday morning. Um, So I'm really glad. Bring your hands to your heart center. Thanks for putting up with that. But I hope that it helps.